I got an email where it said, quit your job 2020, 2020, literally in like the headline. Wow. <laughs> yeah. My signs are very obvious because my God knew that I did not know how to read signs. So he had to give me signs where I'd be like, Oh, so right there. Flashing. Yeah. Yes, let's get into it. Consistency. Consistency is the key to success. My name is Anna K. Hutchinson, and you're listening to For Change People. Let's chat, let's laugh, because it's your time to start choosing you. Wake not asleep in lying. Don't ask for trouble. I'm sure we have all seen the video circulating all over social media of a tour guide waking a lion and got his finger ripped off. Sometimes we want to give the best show. And I'm sure that tour guide wanted to give the best experience to the guests. That's what they came for. But sometimes some things aren't going to go as planned. And in this man's case, he lost his finger. We can't win at everything. And some things are just best left for another day. Another chance at making that experience the best one. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I have the utmost pleasure of speaking with the talented host and podcaster, Tamara Kalani. Tamara Kalani consider herself a student of life and an alchemist who takes her challenges and turns them into divine wisdom to share with the world. Tamara is very open about sharing her own experience with low, low self-esteem, anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts, and how these encounters shaped who she is today. She is a big believer in leading by example and is on the mission to share the knowledge and wisdom she accumulates over the years to inspire others to start their own transformational through the power that lives within us. She is also the founder and the host of Finding the Oasis Within podcast, which is all about teaching and opening individuals' mind, body, and heart through hosting and interviewing extraordinary human transformational stories to empower others to believe it is possible for them to transform their dreams into reality. She's, she also shares her own story, wisdom, and teaching to encourage others to live a life of freedom and fulfillment through using the power within and a practical tool to co-create a mindful and divine lifestyle. Hi, Tamara. How are you? Oh, dear. I'm doing great. I have to say your voice when you're talking is absolutely soothing. Seriously, oh you have a gift with your voice. I do. Oh, thank you for saying that. <laughs> I've heard it multiple times. Like People are always like, oh, my God, I love to hear your voice. I love when you speak. But sometimes, you know, it's hard for me to even fully grasp it because sometimes when I hear it, I'm like, uh, I don't know about that. 
I'm not sure I can relate to you. When I was younger, I actually really hated my voice and I never wanted to look at videos or anything where my voice was projecting. Yeah. But now that I'm older and I've grew into the voice and I figured out what sounds, you know, good is really through people like yourself, where people are like, your voice is very healing. Your voice is very relaxing. I can listen to you all day. Your voice puts me to sleep. And I'm like, I hope that's a compliment. <laughs> I know exactly, right? You're like, is it a good way or a bad way? Which yeah. way? <laughs> but I am, I'm just so excited to have you on the podcast today. And we're going to be checking in. That's what we're doing today. Um, so much has happened over the past two, three years. Um, so much has happened over just this week, you know, during this week. Um, we've seen um, nine students was it 19 um and two adults who died at the hands of uh shooting you know just just this past week and it brings us to a a point where we have to step back and start to think like what's going to happen next you know what is going to happen for me what's going to happen for you um this is our reality this is what we live this is what we breathe this is what we live through every day and we're on the edge you know, many of us, and some of us, we want to have this thick skin, like, I am okay, you know, nothing is happening to me, I can handle this, but sometimes we can't, and we go through the motion, and we go through the pain, and we go through the cycle of, you know, I'm going through it, so today, we're just going to check in on each other, like, how are you, how are you doing today, Um, how are you feeling right now, what is one thing that happened maybe today or during this week that brought joy to you or kind of let you step back for a minute and start to think about, I'm really here today and I'm grateful for that. Well, first, I just want to say thank you again for having me on your platform and um, just taking the time to sit and check in on me. I think that is really beautiful and what you bring to your own podcast um, because it definitely adds a lot of joy into my life and I'm sure other guests that you've had on this platform. And I also want to make sure that I mention that I, I definitely have felt some sadness and, um, and almost kind of like hopelessness when we hear that these children are just being killed at these schools, right? These kids are going to school and they are thinking that they're just going to go into a normal day. And the parents are thinking that the same, you know, these kids are going to go back home. And then there's times where we're seeing it right now. Things are happening where it's really out of our hands, but at the same time, it is in our hands, meaning that there is a lot of policy change that needs to happen. And, you know, I will tell you the same thing that I told my friend, because when it happened, she reached out to me and she was just crying and she was so upset. And she was like, I'm so sorry that I'm crying. And I'm so sorry that I'm putting this all on you. I don't even know if you have the capacity. And I said, hold it. Mm-hmm. there's nothing you that you have to feel sorry for. We're all in this together. You know, they're not our children. However, we are still all connected at the end of the day. When one child dies, guess what? We are connected and we feel the sadness. We feel the fear. We feel all these feelings because they're all circulating throughout us. But I mean, how, how long are we going to keep feeling? When are we going to start doing something? And I'm just a very big believer in the divine and God and source energy, you know, whatever it is that you want to call it. But I do believe there's a higher power where in the past couple of years, since the pandemic has happened, it's been one issue after another but there's a reason for it. There's a divine design because it's time for us to get up and to really start creating change. 
So it's almost like God is shedding light into this darkness where, hello, it's time to wake up. What are you guys going to do about it? And for me, it's more about what is it that I can do within myself in order to be out of balance and to feel grounded and to feel like, okay, I'm at a good energetic place. How can I now go and teach other people to do this? Because again, we're all connected and it's contagious energy. So if I'm working on myself and I'm working on having a oneness consciousness, I'm working on having this one love to be able to recognize the divinity in others, then that's going to be contagious and we'll all be able to kind of move towards serious change in the world. Exactly. And I think that our children, um, you know, I don't have children yet, but I definitely plan on in the future. Yeah. I've always had so much love for children because they come into this world with so much vulnerability, mm-hmm. so much openness, so much creativity. And sometimes our environment that we put these kids in, that's not the best environment. And exactly. we need people like myself, like yourself and other people to stand up for these kids and to teach them you know, what life is really about. It's not just about this success society puts on them, right? It's it's more of a divine fulfillment within us. So um, yeah, my prayers go out to the parents. My prayers go out to the siblings. My prayers goes out to all these different schools and, and to these kids who are now, you know, they're in a different dimension and a different realm, mm-hmm. you know, but they'll always still be with us. So my prayers to them, That's that's definitely been heavy on my heart this week. Um, so it has made it a little bit more difficult to kind of just focus more on myself. Yeah. Um, but I will tell you that one thing that we can do is get back to just getting into prayer, getting into prayer, getting into meditation, getting into the moments where we can stop. Yeah. So your question was, what is it about the, today or last week that you needed to kind of check in on yourself? And for me, with so much that's been happening, not just as on a collective level, but just internally for me is if everything's shifting and moving so quickly. So how can we stop and be still and to really be aware of what's going on without numbing our feelings, with really being okay to feel even when it doesn't feel good? Um, and I think that's kind of what the, the thing was for me this week is to, Tamara, stop, close your eyes, breathe God in and relax. And there's a verse that always comes to me and it's be still and know that I am God. Meaning even when there's so much chaos and you don't know where to go, you don't know what to do. The best thing to do is to surrender and to stop. And surrender does not mean to give up. It means to stand still and to have the courage to not act out of, you know, um, too much out of like this chaotic emotional response. How can we act from a place of, you know, um, of love? How can we act from a place of peace when there's really not a lot of peace happening out in the world? So that's kind of been my theme this week is to slow down. Even when I speak, I've been learning to slow down because it helps not only the listener, but people around me to slow down. I think that we don't learn this enough in this society that there's so much beauty and there's so much art in really stopping and smelling the flowers. We're taught to let's let's plant the seeds and let's grow the flowers and let's cut them and put them in the vase. Well, how about actually enjoying the journey? Maybe it's not always about the destination. How can we really just take just a walk outside without no phones, without, you know, sometimes you have to do it on your own. So you can kind of hear, feel, see God on, on different levels. Um, and that's kind of another theme of me is just, learning how to be this channel, this open channel to the divine where I could be of service. 
And that's what I've realized. It's not just about having a podcast or having multiple businesses or just pumping content out on social media um, and networking. It's how can I be of service to you, God, in order for me to be of service to others the right way, the divine way, the way where there's actually intention and purpose in every single thing that I do. So I think when we're going through so much, at least for me, what's really important is my spiritual discipline is when I wake up in the morning, the number one thing I do is connect with God. I sit down, I do my connection, I get what needs to get out. And then what comes in, what I'm, you know, what God wants me to do and to lead me. And again, it's not like, Hey, Tamara, I want you to do one, two, three. For me, it wasn't like this. There are people out there that have those gifts that can hear and they can see. Mine was more of a knowing since I was a kid, but I didn't realize that till I got older and I started to really fine tune my gifts. And now it's, it's, it's my intuition. That's how God speaks to me and how God speaks to a lot of us, but we really underestimate the power within. And I think mm-hmm. that's kind of been my thing is how can I teach people to tap back into source, into this organic energy that we've all been born and raised with, but somehow got kind of far away from it. So how can we bring people back to this inner power that already exists within us and to have people feel fulfilled, feel at peace, feel like the love within without actually having anything outside of you, but still knowing that you can have everything outside of you. You can have the best of both worlds if you allow yourself to think that way. So I hope that somewhat answers your question. (laughs) It did. I'm just sitting here and I'm just listening to you and I'm in awe. Because everything that you're saying, I am relating to. Everything that you're just saying right now, this week, I have been thinking about, have been on my mind. You know, it's just taking a, a step back and just be in the moment. And that's what I've been doing this week. I've been like, I am very much, what do you call, you know, I'm quick. I'm very mm-hmm. quick at just like going at things. And sometimes I don't take... Um, a few seconds to just like chill and relax and just be in the moment and so this week I was just like you know what I need to start doing that I need to start stop worrying about the deadlines and what I need to do and how I need to get it done and just be in the moment and the more I am doing that is more I realize I'm enjoying what I'm doing and I really find the balance with it and so everything you're saying I'm just like oh yes (laughs) you know we often manifest um the life we want to live Mm. and I know that you have manifested a career for yourself and you talked about this in your podcast episode and you also shared that journey with us so if you don't mind just going through that a little bit with us over here but of course they can go to your podcast and listen to that full episode (laughs) Yeah, you know, I I love podcasting because it gives me that opportunity to really just speak, um, speak through my heart. It gives me that sacred space where I can finally be myself because Mm -hmm. I would, I will tell you for sure when I was younger, that was my biggest challenge is how can I be myself in an environment where it took me a little bit away from myself. Um, So I was born and raised in the US. I come from a Middle Eastern background and culture, and it's such a beautiful culture, beautiful tradition, beautiful language, you know, and I come from Muslim faith. So um, a very beautiful religion as well. 
And what I've realized throughout my years is communication is very important. There's art and wisdom to how we communicate things mm-hmm. to people. Yes. The way I was raised was um, God exists up in the sky and, you know, it doesn't really, it's not really something that's within you. It's not something that is like the trees or the nature. It is this source that exists up in the sky. Um, and I just felt very disconnected at a young age where I, I knew, I think God is, is real because I was taught it's real. We went to Sunday school. We did all those things. Um, but as I started to get older, I started to have a lot of questions and a lot of these questions, nobody can answer. And it was more of, you know, you don't ask questions about God. You don't ask questions about religion. This is just how it is. And you have to follow this path. But intuitively, it didn't feel right in my body. It didn't feel right in my heart. So I was not really able to kind of keep asking questions to learn more about God, because that was what was troubling me the most is how am I just born in this life? And I'm in this family and, and I'm a girl and I don't understand it. Oh, why? Yeah. Why me? Why yeah. this? Who created me? What am I supposed to be doing? And I just had this obsession of finding purpose. What is my purpose? Why was I created? Because I could not get the answers. So throughout that, that kind of that journey, I ended up putting a lot of masks and playing a lot of roles in order to satisfy a lot of people, a lot of culture, a lot of um, different things that people expected of me. And I lost myself. I really lost a lot of myself. And when I got to my mid twenties, I just, I was not the healthiest. I had a lot of acid reflux issues. So with my stomach, which is where we hold all of our emotions. And what people don't understand is it's not normal to not be healthy. Being healthy is something that we are supposed to be walking towards, which is a lot to do with our thoughts, has a lot to do with our energy. And then that's how our reality is created outside of us and within us. So I had a lot of health issues. I had a lot of migraines. I had, um, when I would look at myself in the mirror, I just wouldn't like the image that was looking back at me. I never felt connected to her. Mm. And I just felt like, I don't know if I'm in the right body. I don't know if this is really who I'm supposed to be. I don't even know if I'm supposed to be a human being because even being a human being was very weird to me. Um, so I I got pretty deep into spirituality. I mean, I was always a spiritualist since I was a little kid, but I didn't realize that till I really understand it spirituality and I started to kind of look into different religions and different cultures and the reason why is because I just wanted to know more about God I just wanted to know how are people connecting how are they saying oh I heard God say this what does that even mean you know why is it that this person can hear what God said and another person cannot not hear yeah (laughs) right so it just was very confusing and it led me down a rabbit hole but a rabbit hole that I needed to visit in order to kind of gain some wisdom for myself. Um, and when I hit 25, I just had this dream that it was time for me to move out of California, move out of my family's house and to just live in a place where I can finally get to know myself and to have this freedom to think and be who I wanted to be. Um, so that was one of my biggest manifestations because coming from sometimes a Middle Eastern culture, although my parents, I'm so grateful for them, especially, you know, my dad who came from the Middle East, he built this life for us. And, you know, it was a lot harder for him than it was for us. We have this luxury of waking up and being in America and having all these opportunities. My dad did not. He had to really travel through a lot of trenches to get to where he is. Um, But we saw him 
you know, working day and night and just surviving, surviving, surviving. And we thought that's how life is supposed to be. You know, you just work this job, you wait till you're 65, you retire, and then you can experience life. Exactly. Yeah. But, but that didn't really feel right again to me and my brothers. We just still felt like they, there's no way life can be that way. How can life just be black and white? There has to be some gray area. Something else, right? <laughs> right. There has to be some sort of deeper connection and way of living where we can actually feel fulfilled and create our heaven on earth. So, um, so yeah, so in manifestation, it's kind of something that we are manifesting on a daily basis. And I talk about this on one of my episodes, the difference between being intentional with your manifestation and non-intentional, but I was very intentional with asking and praying. Um, this is at the time I didn't really know the formula of intentional manifestation, but it just shows you that there is a divine design to everything that we do in this life. And I just kept praying and I, I just said, God, I need another way out. I, I cannot stay here because I know it's not good for me. And I want to keep learning about you. I want to keep walking this path, but I don't know where I am. Yeah. I need, I need a way out. I need a plane ticket and I need to get out. So that happened. I got an opportunity to move out to Seattle and it was to work for a corporate job, which at the time was my dream. And I was very, very, very blessed that I lived right near my cousin who actually ended up becoming my mentor and really opening the door to me of what this life has to offer and who God really is. You know, everybody has their own perception of who God is, who the divine is. Um, But I, I needed somebody to show me a door that would actually feel right to me. It didn't have to feel right to my family, to my friends, to my coworkers, to my bosses. It needed to feel right for Tamara. So she showed me that door. And for those four years that I was there, I was just constantly just working on myself. I was working on really breaking down everything that I ever was taught and thought. And it was time for me to build this inner foundation. And I always knew that I wanted to be some sort of public figure in the world, but not like a celebrity. I wanted to be somebody who can bring something to the table or to the globe to make a difference. But I knew that I could not do that if I didn't have the right tools or the right foundation, because, you know, we see a lot of celebrities right on, on TV, this overnight success. But what ends up happening, they're so happy at the beginning with the money, the alcohol and the parties and and the fashion and all this stuff. But I feel like that is such a fast way to go downhill within yourself. And I didn't want that. And we have this gift of free will where we can choose what path you want to take. And I told God, I said, that's not the path that I see. I want long lasting fulfillment. I'm not looking for overnight success, which meant long lasting challenges. (laughs) So. So that's the other thing. It's like when we tell our stories, it's like, oh my God, like this is amazing. But the reality of it, it's actually was very, very challenging. And there was a lot of depression. There was a lot of anxiety. There was a lot of times where I said, God, I don't know if I can actually do this. Exactly, Just right? <laughs> transcend me to the other dimension. I think I'm not supposed to be here. So yeah, multiple times I, I just ended up building a very kind of funny relationship with God where I just. I wanted God to not just be a phone call where I say, Hey God, do you remember me? Like I need help. I didn't exactly. want to just reach out when I needed something. I needed to be connected 24 hours around the right clock. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, 
I'm connected all day long, all night long, even when I'm sleeping. So there was a lot of training throughout that. And there was, uh, you know, a lot of contradictions that I had to kind of sift through and just be like, okay, what are my actual principles? What are my life principles? And I wrote them out. And I wrote out all my personality traits that I really did not like about myself, and that I wanted to kind of transmute or to alchemize into divine power and wisdom so I can give back. The end goal for me was to serve and to not just serve the world, but I needed to serve God first. And then I needed to serve myself. And then I also wanted to come back and give it to my family, Mm -hmm. to my family that brought me into this place in the first place and to really just show them, you know what, there is another path. And I, I tried that so hard at the beginning because I will tell you part of the journey of when you really change, not just your yourself but you're you're literally changing your whole identity you're changing your dna your cells everything is changing when you make the decision that it's time for you to elevate and to evolve and a lot of people are going to look at you like you're crazy and you're doing the wrong thing and i realized that is the indication that i'm actually doing the right thing because a lot of people get so scared to walk a different path than what they were raised around or what society tells us that we are supposed to walk So I would, during that time, (laughs) I had this like spiritual ego where I was like, oh, I know more than you. Like I have so much wisdom and I have so much intelligence. Let me lead you. Let me show you the right way. Exactly. (laughs) What I realized after that is no, there is no right or wrong way. It Uh is what what works for you. And everybody comes into this world with their only divinely designed journey. Do they have the free will to pick a path? Absolutely. My parents, they picked a specific path. I picked a different path. Each one of my brothers picked a different path. And I had to learn how to forgive. I had to learn how to forgive. I had to learn how to let go and to love unconditionally. And sometimes as coaches or as entrepreneurs or people who want to come into this world to help, we forget the most important thing. You have to first figure out how to help yourself. And then you also have to deal with letting go and, and to really forgive and to love your family. You know? Yeah. A lot of people are so obsessed with, let me help this person. Let me help that person. Well, what about your own family? Have you been able to go back and to forgive and to let go and practice what you're preaching and leading by example has been definitely one of my priorities that I will always stand by because I, I will always tell you if I made a mistake, I made a mistake, figure out how to correct it. Because to be a really true leader in this world, we have to understand that we're human beings and we have to know how to integrate the spiritual world with our human world. Like if you want to enjoy, there's something called a quantum field, or they call it the five dimensional world. If you want to enjoy that world, this is a very beautiful quantum field world filled of so many different possibilities that I connect with when I'm in meditation. Mm-hmm. all connected but I have to enjoy my 3d world meaning my physical reality even with the challenges the problems the emotions the issues mm-hmm. I have to enjoy this in order to enjoy that I cannot just keep connecting and meditating all day and manifesting and working all day long without being still and understanding and surrendering that this is also part of the process that is so, so yeah. mm-hmm. so I had to go through that as well where or I got to go through that but during those moments, again, it, I, I'm a very emotional woman. And when I say emotional, 
Me too. (laughs) What I'm really talking about is I have feelings and my feelings run very deep. And when I was younger, because I didn't know how to really be okay with feeling, I would suppress it. And that's really what made my body sick. And if I didn't uh, uh, suppress it, then I would be overly emotional where I'm all over the place and just spilling my emotions on people, pointing my finger, playing that victim card. Um, So I've had to learn some spiritual maturity of, okay, how can we still feel, but be at peace with feeling and being okay? How can we be okay with our darkness because it exists in all of us, but also really enjoy when we are in the lightness. Exactly. We have to. Yeah, yeah go I don't cut you. I was going to just add there, you know, we have to learn how to differentiate that, you know, that part of it. You know, you were just sharing just now with us your manifestation and your journey and how you, you know, got your dream job, your career. And it didn't last that long because you, you realize, you know, suddenly that it's not that place for you. And sometimes it's important that we check in with ourselves. Right. And it's important that we understand where we are and you know not every single space or every career choice that we are going to enter into is going to be for us sometimes it's a learning you know opportunity for us we learn in that moment we learn who we are we learn how to grow more and I'm sure you know sometimes we're overwhelmed we can't figure out every single signal and there are moments when we can figure out the signals but for you, tell us some of the ways that you were able to figure out, hey, it's a time, it's time for me to check in with myself. It's time for me to see what I want and where I'm going to go. So in the past, it would be depression. <laughs> That's what would happen to me because I didn't listen to my intuition. Mm-hmm. Um, so what would happen was I would just feel very disconnected from myself. I'd feel disconnected from everybody. My emotions would just be running like sky high. Um, and again, when I, our bodies, when they cannot handle the emotions, I start to get sick. And that's what would happen to me. I would start to get sick. I'd get fatigued, can't get out of bed, just not able to talk to anybody, just not myself. You know, I don't have color within me. And it, it took me multiple times to finally learn that, hey, when your intuition is telling you something, meaning it's a feeling within you that does not feel good anymore, it's time to pray. And, you know, I don't, I don't move unless I pray and I pray and I ask God and I say, what's the right next move? You want me to go? Do you really want me to quit? And I, I, I prayed and I, I prayed all day long and I would ask about it at the time before I really knew how to actually pray. Cause again, there's a formula for everything. Um, and I, I started to get my signs And I remember for this specific uh, job that I was working at the time, I got an email where it said, quit your job 2020, 2020, literally in like the headline. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. My signs are very obvious because my God knew that I did not know how to read signs. So he had to give me signs where I'd be like, oh, right there flashing in my face. (laughs) Yeah, God was so nice to me, seriously, and still is. Um, but at the time, I was, again, I didn't have that maturity. Mm-hmm. And it does take time to learn how to trust yourself, to learn how to read the signs, learn how to use your intuition. It doesn't happen overnight. And I thought it did. And that's why I was troubled for so many years is because I'm like, why is this not working for me? I'm not exactly. understanding. 
why do I not have the connection? And everybody seems like they're connected except for me. And that had a lot to do with the way I viewed myself and my self-worth. Um, and that was a lot of work that I need to do and a lot of self-love that I need to work on. And it's not just saying, oh, I love myself. No, that's more than that. Mm-hmm. That it's a process. It is a process and it is not the easiest process because it's basically like you holding a backpack from the time that you were young. And when you really want to start to get to know more about yourself and how to figure yourself out more, you have to open that backpack and you got to take everything out and you got to, you really have to look at everything. And sometimes the truth hurts. And I had to sit and I had to look at everything. And, you know, at the time I just was like, this is a lot. Where do I even begin? You know, and where I began was quitting that job. And I quit that job with no other job, nothing planned. I just was like, I just know I need to quit and I need to leave. And, you know, that job was like, we'll give you a raise. We'll make you this. We'll make you that. You know, the universe comes in and is going to test you. And they're going to come with that Uh (laughs) because they don't want to lose yeah. And I, I respectfully just said, sorry, guys, I don't know, I need to go soul searching. Imagine telling a corporate business, you need to go soul searching. <laughs> like, it just sounds like gibberish. You know, like, this is doesn't make sense of very foreign. Exactly. I was honest. Mm-hmm. And I said, I, don't, I just need to soul, go do my soul searching. I know that my time here is done. Mm-hmm. And that ended. And during that time, what I really worked on was learning how to connect with God, learning how to trust myself, learning how to bring things into my life and learning how to be stable with my emotions because I was very unstable and also learning to not care what people thought of me because, you know, again, a lot of people are going to be like, oh, she quit her job. She doesn't have another job lined up. That job was a great job, has a great future for her. She makes great money, good benefits. But I just said, I none of that matters to me I'm grateful for what I learned because I needed that job mm-hmm. that job actually helped me find my voice mm-hmm. but that's it and that was kind of reoccurring I would work a job literally three years at that three-year mark I would feel those feelings and I would quit but I always had something lined up I never quit and never had a plan yeah. and this time it was more God's plan of not having a plan but God's plan was the plan And I didn't know that. And I just had to kind of be okay with trusting because I needed to get out of the emotions. I said, I'll just feel free. I don't know where the hell the money is going to come from. I don't know what's lined up for me next. I didn't know anything. So I, I just continued with my meditations to get way deeper in my spirituality, way deeper in trying to figure out like, okay. um, Oh, I did forget to mention when I was in Seattle, I didn't quit till I moved back to California. So I was working from home and everything. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when it went down, downhill too, because I'm such a face-to-face person. I have to network and connect with people hundred percent. I cannot be behind a computer all day long and feel like I am a computer, mm-hmm. you know? So I, that was also, <laughs> I'm not a computer girl. And so that was also part of the, the divine plan of like, okay, let's bring you back to the house mm-hmm. after all these years that we've taught you all these things. Let's see if you're able to make peace with your past now. And I knew this was going to be a big struggle and challenge yeah. for me yeah. because, you know, when you're raised around an environment that expects you to be a certain way and you come back and you're completely different, you don't even know where to begin. You don't even know. I mean, do I get back into being comfortable and being the person that everybody knows me by? I know. Or, or do I continue working on building my foundation 
and walk in as this new identity, this new person, this new mindset, this new energy, and to be guided by the divine. And I had to go with plan B. I said, no, I'm going to walk in as myself. I know it's not going to be easy, but I just have to figure it out and I will figure it out. I know God's going to help me. He's going to support me. He's going to guide me. Even when I didn't have the best connection with God, but I still intuitively deep down in my soul, I knew I was going to be okay. I mean, they're my family. They're my friends. Of course, they're going to love me no matter. Yeah. And as you mentioned, uh you mentioned earlier that, you know, you already had that upbringing so you already had the connection with him it's just that you had to tap into it so you had the connection yeah 100 percent. and and you know sometimes that in our subconscious mind we have these old programs that want to come back into our life Mm -hmm. and try to convince us that nobody's gonna accept you you're not worthy you're not good enough you know just get back and being comfortable and in reality, actually, when I came back, I had a pretty good experience. I think my challenge was, it was me against me. It was really my own self and my own thoughts. And, you know, definitely had challenges where people had other opinions of what I should be doing and where I should be going in life. And I think during that time, God was teaching me how to have a strong personality and to let go of the people pleaser aspect of myself, because that played a really big role since I was a kid, where I just wanted to make sure that everybody was happy with me. They felt good around me so I could feel safe. Because if somebody, if I had a problem or if I needed to come and tell somebody something, I didn't want to ruffle feathers. So I would just prefer to be in the background and dim my light and not to talk as much and just to kind of agree with everybody and everything, even if inside of me, I didn't agree. But that was my lesson is how can we now teach you? This is God to me. How can we teach you to be the person that I created you to be? And uh, sometimes I get so emotional when I think about God because the journey I'm right there with you I'm right there with you I I have to say before you continue that part right there of being the people pleaser you want to please every single person that you forget about who you are when you mentioned that in your episode and I was listening to it it literally struck so much in me because I'm that person Mm. I was just listening to you speak to me and I was just like that's who I am. I want to please every single one around me, every single person, but then I neglect myself of putting myself out there, showing others that I can do this. I, I can be this person because I want to please everyone. So I right. dim my own light and I let everyone else shine. And I try not to have any confrontations or anything because I'm like, you know what? We can pass today. We don't have to go here today. We don't have to do this today. But I'm just listening to you now saying it again. And I'm like, oh my God, you know. Well, let me, let me tell you something. Let me give you some, some information that I also think will be helpful, not just for you and I, but for listeners. If you feel like you have this people pleaser aspect to yourself and you don't want to ruffle the feathers because you just prefer to not really have problems, mm-hmm. that has a lot to do with how we were raised. So if you come from a family where there's a lot of arguing, there's a lot of fighting, there's a lot of toxicity sometimes, um, and you you have still that program in your mind that if I go and tell somebody that I actually am not vibing with this or I'm not aligning with this, it's going to create a problem. It's because it's taking you back to that subconscious program of the time when you were little, where you saw all of this happening. Or if you said something, you were told that, you know, you can't say that. 
or there's a problem every time something happens. So that, that has a lot to do with the way we were raised. Environment is everything. And okay. Environment is, you know, at the beginning, it is everything because that's where all your subconscious programs are being programmed. So it's not up until you and I get to the time and the maturity where we start to wake up because we've been asleep for so long and just following this path because we want to please. But when we finally start to wake up to ourselves and it's because we want to create a different life than the people that maybe we've had in our life, uh, those are the moments where we're like, okay, what is it that we need to do in order to have this peace within us? Because a lot of people think that they're looking for the right job, the -hmm. right partner, the right amount of money, the right car, it's not, it's, it's none of those. Those things are awesome. I love luxury things. I'll never lie about those. Things. I work hard so I can have exactly. my life. <laughs> but it's not, it's not what I, I, I strive I, yeah. for. It's, it's really more of this divine fulfillment within, and it has a lot to do with my connection within myself. So if I'm able to recognize the divinity within myself, then doesn't that mean I can recognize the divinity within people where I might not actually align with, but still see the God within them, even if they may, maybe they don't even believe in God. Guess what? There's nothing wrong with that. And I I made sure to get back to who I really was because that's who I've always been, a very free spirit that believes in everything and everyone. And there's no right or wrong way. It's what works for you. As long as you have a clean intention and you have a pure heart and you are using everything that you are gaining in this life, in this journey, in this divine design for good, <clears throat> at the end of the day, it comes back to, you know, what is it that you're giving back out to the world, to the universe? How are we being a part of the change that we want to see in this world? So the people pleasing thing, I think a lot of people, they deal with that, but they don't know how to heal it. And, um, and it's not an easy process, but I will say that I am going to be in the future launching kind of my own course of how to be able to do this <laughs> because we have to have certain tools, but I, I will tell you, I'm not one of those people that will tell you, you have to follow me or you have to do this in order. Like you don't need me. What you really need is just the right tools and you re- need the right like guidance. But at the end of the day, the actual power and the gifts exist within you. And that's what I want people to know. There is, you know, I love crystals. I love books. I love YouTubes. I love doing all these things because they do hold beautiful energy to them. But the actual source and the actual power comes from the divinity within. It's a power within that we have all been born with. It's not something that you have to go out and look for or you have to go out and and get yourself. No, it's more learning about yourself figuring out how do you want to be as a person? Okay, fine. You know how you want to be perceived as a person or how you want to lead this life. Okay. So then what, how can I support you with all the tools in in the wisdom that I've gained from my own wounds? That's what it's about. How can we take our wounds and create it and make them into wisdom and to give back? And, And there is definitely a formula to prayer. There's a formula to manifestation. There's a formula to everything in this life. There is an algorithm. But it's the number one goal people should be striving for is the goal of how can I feel connected within myself, whether you believe in the divine or not, but at least to feel satisfied with yourself. That's the most important thing. And then you'll be satisfied with your family. 
You'll be satisfied with bosses that you've had in the past that maybe you didn't align with. You'd be satisfied with partners in the past that maybe there was some abuse or problems with. I'm not saying you have to go over there and be friends with them, but no, it's it's an energy thing. So if you learn how to manipulate your own energy, but through the divine way, there's nothing that can get in your way. Even the challenges that we have, those challenges are there to help empower you and to build that foundation for you to keep walking this path with purpose. Because as we see every single day, something is happening, whether it's a, it's a school shooting or some sort of, you know, nature disaster or a war. How can we keep going and not get so attached with what's really happening and kind of figure out how can we come together as oneness, consciousness, as a one human race and to find a solution. But the solution has to happen within you first for before you can go out and start to kind of create the change. So the people pleasing thing, that's that's part of the journey. And I talk a lot about my story about really not not liking myself, not liking the physical appearance, not, not feeling connected with her, but I, I needed those, those times. I needed my dark moments. Yeah. I needed that because I wouldn't be who I am today. I wouldn't be able to have the story for other people who are listening and they feel very disconnected and they don't know how to feel connected. Just know that I have been to the darkest caves <laughs> and I have sat there with my own darkness and I've had to be okay with the darkness because the light will That's shine again. The, mm-hmm. the light will shine again. And you know, I'm just sitting here thinking about I'm thinking about everything that you're saying. And I'm just like, you know, sometimes it's meant to be. You know? Yes. It's meant to be. So we try to avoid certain areas or certain aspect and we try to avoid it in all shape and form. We try not to be in that area, not not being in that place you know we try it so hard but then we end up being in that same position that we try to run away from and it is a place that you are meant to be so if you're going through a dark period right now and you're wondering why do I need to go through this why am I going through this because you need to go through it you Mm -hmm. know you need to go through this moment so that when you come out on the other side shining you can look back and you can think back to it and you can say, wow, I needed that. I needed that strength. I needed that push, you know, because all of us, we have so much that is inside of us. As you said, you know, we first have to recognize what is inside of us. What is it that I have to offer? What is it that I have to give to someone? You know, there is so much in us that we can uplift, be a light, you know, we can help someone who is going through a a problem right now. Just like you said, you know, your journey has allowed you to be who you are today. 100%. So beautifully said, NK, seriously, because the thing is, the right question to ask is not why am I going through this? And this is something I've learned on my journey, because I used to ask why, 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 why? Mm -hmm. And I kept asking why. So guess what, I kept attracting reasons to keep asking why. And then my mentor, she told me stop asking why, start asking, what is it that I'm supposed to learn from this experience? How, how can we go from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset? And how can we all be our own inner alchemist? Yeah, of exactly. just transmuting the lead into gold 
the wounds into wisdom. How can we do that? And it's, it's really figuring out what is it that I'm going through and what is it that I'm supposed to learn? If we can all be a student of life, it would make life a lot easier because there are times where we're students and there's times where we're teachers and it's interchangeable. We're always learning. Yes, that is so true. You know, one more thing. Well, a couple more things before we, we end this podcast. Um, one is give us a quick rundown of why you decided to name the podcast. First of all, the Oasis Within. Um, that's one. And then the other thing is, well, we'll, we'll go that one. We'll do that one first. <laughs> and then we'll go to this other one because I know this one I want you to really think about it first. <laughs> I know how you feel because when I do, when I host and I have guests, I get so excited. I'm like, I just want to give them all the questions. I know the feeling. Um, okay. So why did I name the podcast Finding the Oasis Within? It was a download. And when I say download, this is something intuitively that I knew was the right name. And the reason why, because as I was telling you, I was very disconnected with my culture, you know, and just being Arab, being a woman, Mm -hmm. I didn't like any of those things. And I tried to really kind of hide it or just sweep it under the rug. And then when I started to get older and I started to wake up, I started to realize that I actually really love my culture. I love the language, the traditions, the, the people, I loved everything about it. And I really wanted to create businesses where I cultivated my Middle Eastern you know, background because background. it's very important to me now. And so I was thinking about my life and how I felt like it was like a desert. And when you're in the desert, you know, you go through a lot of challenges, right? It's hot, it's humid, there's no water, you don't know where you're going, there's a mirage, and you're just walking and you don't know where you're walking. And then I thought about the oasis, which is a stream of water. Mm-hmm. So when you're walking in the desert, meaning when you're walking through your life's challenges, How can you still have the faith that you will find the oasis within? How can you find the oasis or the peace within yourself to keep walking? And so when I got the download and I got the picture, like I got the vision of it, I said, that's the one. That's what feels like me. And typically when I tell people it's called finding the oasis within, they stare at me for 15 seconds. I have counted. I'm like, what? Whoa. What is that? You know, it's crazy. They don't even ask me what is that? They say, oh my God, that is really deep. And that's what I was looking for, where people can connect deeply on a soul level with the name. I'm very, very big on names, as we talked about before we started recording, in words because they hold energy and they hold frequency. So every time I do have a business and I have a name, there's a meaning behind every single letter in the words. So that's why I called it Finding the Oasis Within, because I am creating this safe space where people can come on and they can talk about their challenges. They can talk about the times where they felt very disconnected. And I want them to share their transformational stories because stories is what helped me keep going. When I knew that this person was able to kind of get through life, even though they've been through a very abusive relationship, but then somehow got out of that and then manifested a beautiful romantic partner that gives her or him, everything that they've been looking for, then to me, that gave me hope and it gave me faith. And I said, okay, if it can happen for them, it can happen for me. So I just made the intention and the prayer to God to always bring, you know, the right people on the platform, which I really have had amazing people with beautiful stories. And then it gives me the opportunity to also share small, you know, stories that I've gone through, whether I talk about how to surrender, 
how to forgive, how to protect yourself from negative energy. How can you manifest intentionally and non-intentionally? So I'm able to kind of be able to give back by giving certain wisdom and tools and formulas to people for free, you know? So, yeah, so that's kind of what the podcast is really about and why I named it what I named it. And let me tell you, that podcast is, I love it. It, it brings me this warmth every time I listen to an episode and um, your journey and how you share. And I'm just like in awe at your experience and how you're able to deliver that journey to us so we can understand it and be in the moment with you. So thank you so much for having that podcast for us. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm appreciative of people like yourself who do take the time, but also have the intention of wanting to learn and to co-create with me. Cause that's how I look at it. I don't look like, I don't look at it as it's like really my business. I, I look at it more of me co-creating with God and, and being very intentional. So I try not to even script um, or to look too forward, you know, like, what am I going to talk about exactly. next? Exactly. More Just about what I'm experiencing and how can I turn this into an episode. Same thing with my Instagram, Facebook posts. I don't really schedule anything out. Everything happens as it happens. And I think to me, like, yeah, obviously I'm, I'm wanting to build a community on there. But what's more important is me engaging with the community, me giving back and figuring out what is it that people need so I can be able to be that channel and to give back in that way. That's good. That's good. And your Instagram, let me tell her reels. They're good. <laughs> I'm trying. Okay. I'm trying. Reels are not that easy because you have They're to come not. up with a concept. Oh yes. Too much. No, I, okay. I swear to God, mine come right before I'm going to sleep. I'm like, really God right now. I'm I know. <laughs> or if I'm driving, that's when mine come. Like I'm driving and I'm like, oh wait, this is a good idea. I got to write it down. I'm driving. Yeah. They come randomly. <laughs> okay. So I want you to finish the sentence for us. Mm. I am who I am today because. Mm. Well, I am who I am today because of all of the challenges I have experienced in my life through the divine design and because of God. Without God, I would be nothing. And I really truly mean that from the bottom of my heart. God is the all in all and everything to me in my life. And if I didn't go through all the challenges in the journey, and I still experience challenging, I don't want people thinking that my life is like amazing and rainbows. No, I just look at it from a different perspective now and I'm able to bring meaning into my life. So I am who I am because of the challenges and because of the way God woke me up to myself. I love it. Yes. I mean, sometimes, you know, we need that. We need that push. We need that realization. Like, listen, I created you for a purpose, for a reason. You're going to walk in your fullness. You're going to walk in your light. You're going to shine. So before we go, you have to share with us your social media um, (laughs) handles. Um, Tell us more, a little bit more about June, because I know that you're going to be um, starting your business in June. So yes, share share that with us. So I do. I'm so grateful. I do have a lot on my plate at the moment. So first and foremost, Uh, you guys can get in contact with me on my Instagram. That is the number one place that I'm always constantly active on and pumping out content. Um, And it's just finding the oasis within. And if you guys want to follow my personal account, it's also tagged on there. It's just Tamara Kalani. 
Um, and then I do, and I am a part of a really fun venture right now, and it's called Manifestation Circle. And I am co-creating it with Nadia Khaled, who is a phenomenal manifestation coach. And I've just been so grateful with the opportunity where she invited me on there to work with her. Um, so that's Facebook and it's called Manifestation Circle. And every single day we're going to be posting all these type of content, wisdom, YouTubes, books, and exercises where you guys can join for free and you guys can kind of engage with us. And we want to figure out what is it that you're wanting to create in your life and how can we empower you? So that's the second way that you guys can get in touch with me and with Nadia. Um, and then I am going to be starting a YouTube. So that will be happening in June. And for my podcast, I'm going to be flipping it to video like yourself and uploading things on the YouTube. So that's also going to be finding the Oasis within. Um, what else do I have going on? Uh, I am working with Nadia as well, where we're creating a manifestation course. So this is going to be more of like an intensive three month course. And we are in the final stages of kind of fine tuning it. So if you follow my Instagram, all the information will be on there yet then. So I'm not really allowed to talk too much about it just because we're still in the process of completing it. But that will be a really cool course for you guys to kind of be a part of and just really create major, major change within three months. Um, and then I do, and I am working on some meditation music at the moment. So yes. some of it will be just music itself on Spotify. Um, and that's going to be under Mirage Music. So that's the name of the business that I'm creating through Spotify. But I also will be creating guided meditations for people. Um, and that will be kind of included with the course that I'm working with on with Nadia. And, and I'm like, I got lost. I'm like, what else do I have going on? So much happening. <laughs> She's busy and booked for June, okay? <laughs> June, July, August. <laughs> There's so much happening. I think that's good right there. Um, but I would just say if you guys just want to get in touch with me, for sure, finding the Oasis within Instagram is the best way. Um, and if there's, you know, once a month I have been doing where if people want prayers, I post on my story. And it's just a way for me to kind of, again, give back. And I just ask people, what are the prayers that you're looking for? And I do work with a team in the background where we really do spend time in, in just in prayer mode and just sending out different prayers and being the channel. So that's kind of a really cool way for me to engage with the community that I'm building. I love that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for praying. You know, we need that. So thank you so much for that. So um, before we end um, this recording, we are going to take a minute just to think about what is something that you really want, you know, the audience, the guests, um, the host, <laughs> you know, we got to think about what is it that we want and how we can check in on ourselves, yeah. how we can figure out, is this the right direction for me? Is this the right way for me to go? You know. I can fully grasp the reason why we spend $200 at the grocery store. We buy a meal on our way home when we just have groceries in the car. <laughs> I do that. <laughs> but yeah, guess what? We're all guilty. I'm guilty of that. Oprah Winfrey said, you can have it all, just not all at once. Mm. Your journey will look bleak and dull at the start, that doesn't mean it will stay that way forever. 
you will feel overwhelmed and confused. That doesn't mean you will be in that same place for the rest of your life. We all have our highs and we have our low days. One thing we don't want to do is give up. Remember, cheers to tomorrow. There's another day. So look up, be bold, live bold, think bold, and be strong. Thank you so much, Tamara, for being a part of the episode. Thank you for joining. Thank you for sharing your wisdom with the audience. <laughs> Thank you so much. Again, for your time, your energy, putting this together, for creating such a beautiful space for people like myself to come and just feel safe enough to really be themselves. So thank you. And, and I'm just so appreciative of all the listeners that decided to tune in. Um, and like I said, if you want to get in touch with me, very easy. I'm not somebody that is like, nope, no, I'm very open. I'm always going to be here to support. So thank you, Anna Kay, again, for just inviting me and for just creating such a beautiful and safe space. Thank you. Thank you for joining. Thank you for sharing. Really do appreciate you. My pleasure, dear. Mutual feeling. Go for it now because the future is promised to no one. You have just listened to a weekly episode of For Change Be Bold podcast. You can keep the conversation going by following us on our Instagram page and our Facebook page at For Change Be Bold podcast. And until next week, have a wonderful Friday.